CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This is, this is WGN Television 9. Channel 9. Channel 9, Chicago. Chicago. Coming to you from atop the John Hancock building. Welcome to the world's greatest newspaper television podcast. I'm Brian Say. And I'm Ross McAbee. On today's episode, she's the WGN archivist. Is that her official title? Isn't it archivist? No, it's archivist. Archivist. Ar- archivist. I don't know what her title is. I'm going to ask her. All right. Well, she's in charge of the WGN archives. Brian will ask her about what she's working on. That's right. And later in this week's edition of Conversations with the World's Greatest, Ross and I sit down with WGN News Director Jen Lyons. Yeah, we ask her about leaving WGN after 25 years and who she'll miss the most. Big hint, it's me and Ross. And at the end of the show, we'll listen to some viewer voicemails. But first, it's Riffing with Ross. Yeah! So what do you want to talk about? Man, I'm so excited about this podcast. That was a great first episode. There's a lot of buzz around the newsroom Monday morning. Like, people think we're bad boys or something. Did you know that? Wait, really? Is it because we were censored? Yeah, I mean, probably because I played it up. I was like, did you know we got censored? You know, people trying to keep us down, the man. It wasn't even a big deal, though. Like, it's just, we just couldn't Brian, use the... Brian, Brian, stop. We're bad boys. People think we're bad boys. We should keep that going. You know what that's good for, right? Ratings, my friend. That's true. It is good for ratings. I also have a mayoral bed. It's a good PR stunt. But you're right. This is perfect. Oh, and I'm your campaign advisor, so I'm a genius. Well, <laughs> you know what they say about bad boys, Brian? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Cops. And you got a wedding coming up. Has my invitation get lost or... Yeah, it must have. You know the U.S. Postal Service. What is their motto? Rain, sleet, or snow. We just won't go. Something like that. Is that it? Yeah. That sounds right. So they must have just not gotten it to you because I sent it weeks ago. Or I never sent it. So, one of the two. <laughs> That's President Kennedy on a campaign stop in Chicago back in October 1962. It's one of several WGN clips cataloged by our archivist. Archivist? Archivist. Archivist. Anna Burkhart. Anna joins me as we pull back the curtain to see the inner workings of the old number nine. Two questions to start, Anna. Is it archivist or archivist? And is that your official title? Um, So to answer your first question, you know, I like archivist better, but I think it's technically archivist. 
I'm with you. I really like archivist. I think we're going to stick with that. Okay. All right. We have no idea if it's accurate, but I, I like it too. So let's do that. To answer your second question, no, that's not my official title. My official title is licensing producer. Uh, so my real job here is to help WGN and some of the other Tribune broadcasting stations sell their footage to other production companies. But you do archive stuff, right? I do. Uh, I kind of got into it because people would say, hey, we want to pay to use that old report from the 1980s or old crime scene footage from the 1990s. And so then I had to figure out, well, how do I find all of that? So this is profit-driven archivism. Yes. Oh, well, that's fine. I mean, the great thing is it benefits everybody because now uh, we also are able to find more of our archives for you know our own storytelling efforts here at WGN. That's true. As long as we're preserving this tape that we have that goes back 70 years. Right. All right. So let's move through time from JFK in 1962 and travel to 1966. We've got some tape here of a press conference with Martin Luther King Jr. and Mayor Richard J. Daley. And they're joking about how Daley gave King a set of keys to the city. Let's listen. Well, I don't think it was sizing up of each other. I've met Mayor Daley before. Uh, I must say, in a different context, it was a time that I was visiting uh, the city, and I think he was gracious enough to give me the keys to the city. So I still have the keys to Chicago, and I can open a lot of doors around here. You know, we never give keys to Chicago because, first, you never lock up the city. It's an open city. And you don't need any keys to come into a city that you don't lock up. It's a wide open city as far as friendship is concerned. And as far as merit opportunity and as far as employment and as far as all the other things combined. Had you ever met Dr. Mr. Mayor, how do you assess... So in this clip, it sounds like they're having fun and they're they're joking around, but this was sort of a complicated time for Dr. King and Mayor Daly. Uh, yeah, King moved to Chicago for the summer of 1966 to lead marches uh, to demand for fair housing. And, um, you know, while they're kind of both seem joking, um, it, you know, it I think it kind of highlights there's a, uh, a bit of tension um, underneath it all. Sure. Uh, You've compiled a number of other clips of Dr. King, and those are all up on our website, WGNTV.com. All right, well, we've got another clip here, this time from 1970. It's not baseball weather. The Cubs had a bad finish last year, a bad start in 1970, but don't tell that to any of the thousands of Cub fans who came out here before dawn to get it on the 1970 opener. Here's a fan with a big Cub power sign. What's that mean to you? It means the Cubs are going to glow and go in 7-0. No one could say it better than Ernie Banks. The Cubs will glow in 7-0. Hey, hey, and now it's the Cubs. That's a WGN reporter outside Wrigley Field on April 14, 1970 for their home opener. Anna, you noted in your story here, which is posted on our website, that the Cubs lost that game to the Phillies. And while the Cubs did not glow in 7-0, you wrote here in April 2016 that perhaps the Cubs will find the fix in 1-6. So you called the World Series then? Is that what I'm to understand? You know, uh, I think I was maybe writing it a little sarcastically in my head. Oh. And uh, but Is this where we mentioned that you're a Cardinals fan? This, is, this might be the time. Wow. I feel like I betrayed my people. Um, so I'm really sorry. But, well, that just goes to show you that that's what you get for mentioning this in jest. 
I, you know, that's that's what I get. I'm so sorry to all my fellow Cardinals fans. Don't you dare. I'm redacting this. All right, at this point, uh, we're going to take a little field trip. Where are you taking me? We are going to the third floor of the WGN building where uh, we hold some of our oldest tapes here. Is it dark and scary up there? Um, just a little. You'll be fine, probably. All right, let's go. Do you know where we're going? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Isn't there a stairwell there? There is. There's a lot of, like, ups and downs. and This is, like, treacherous terrain. Do we have to use this ladder? What is this elephant? Oh, okay. So one of our um, older engineers here actually makes art and uh, out of old recycled things. It's really cool, actually. We've got a giraffe that's made out of an old, you know, like, camera stand. There's a lot of noise here. See what I mean? Why they don't a lot of, like people aren't really encouraged to come up here. Is it climate controlled up here for our tapes? <laughs> you know that's a really good question, Brian. Where are we? There is art all along the wall. We just it's walked down. Nice. I didn't even know this was up here. That's you do why it. you need me? Because I have the key. It's funny that there's a Cubs keychain on it. You know, I inherited this. Oh. Like this station and position. I don't know. Likely story. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. So uh, right now we're in the room that houses uh, basically our oldest news file tape. I have to like see if I can find this list. I've got a list of seven tapes, uh, tape numbers, and we're going to see if any of them still exist. Okay, uh, so what do we got? We got 292-17. Yeah, and it goes straight from 279 to 295. Um, all right, three, oh, 315. We have... Oh. Winner, winner. We have a winner. Okay. Wow. Here we've got what's basically left of our Bozo show tapes, um, which isn't a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, originally with Bozo, they um, would just record over the tapings. Right. So there's not a lot of original Bozo shows preserved. So you come from a long line of very intelligent archivists. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> I mean, this is this is quintessential WGN. It really is. <laughs> Jesus, I forgot that we came in through two doors and I got scared that it's dark in here. All right, that was a really nice field trip. We're back now. Uh, it was terrifying, but fun. We have one last clip here. Can you set this one up for me, Anna? Uh, so this is one of the older um, videos that I've pulled from uh, the Chicago History Museum, which takes care of our older film collection. Um, So it's just this cute little clip from 1953. A reporter sits down with a boy. He's maybe two or three years old. We don't get a lot of context. I didn't have any notes that came with this clip, Um, but he's really good at reading for being so little. And uh, he reads parts of a page of a certain newspaper. That's right. Not just any newspaper. Let's take a listen. Mark, your mother tells me you can read this newspaper here, the uh, Chicago Tribune. Can you do that? What's this say up here? Chicago Daily Tribune, the world's greatest newspaper. Oh, say they're going to love you for that around here, Mark. The world's greatest newspaper. That's the name of this podcast. It is. It is. And it's adorable when that little boy says it. It is adorable. Uh, Thank you for opening the vault in the attic. And taking me and our listeners behind the curtain here at WGN, Anna Burkhart is our archivist. Archivist? Which one is it? Uh, I think we decided we liked archivist better. That's right. I agree. And you're not even really a real archivist. No, I have no library science degree. I just do this on the side for fun. We should have led with that. Well. You're a fraud. I'm sorry. That's fine. I'm only doing the best I can. We all are. And I asked you to be here, so really it's my fault. 
Anna, thank you so much. You can check out some more of the stuff she's dug up on our website, WGNTV.com. Thank you, Brian. Time now for conversations with the world's greatest. This week, our boss. For another couple days, Jennifer Lyons is the news director here at WGN. Over 25 years, she went from a weekend producer to the newsroom boss. She's overseen the expansion of several news shows, and last year she won News Director of the Year by the top industry publication. So after almost a quarter century here, you're leaving WGN. What are you going to do next? Well, I'm going to work for the Catholic Church. I'm going to work for Catholic Extension. It's a mission-based charity that serves the neediest people in the United States. That sounds great. It's so we aren't needy enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, you are very needy, actually, very needy. But um, I decided after 25 years, I, I mean, I have loved every second at WGN. It's been a sheer joy to be here, but it's time to do something different. I've grown to give back in this position, and I want to give back in a different way on a nationwide basis. So I'm ready for a new adventure. That's wonderful. Really excited for you. So you've been news director for WGN four years? Four years. Since 2014, right? Yes. Can you tell us, I mean, since day one, maybe like on your first day or something that came up that you can remember? Like your first week. Wow. Yeah. This really happened? Well, my first week as news director... Um, I was told to launch a weekend newscast, and I was given two weeks to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I did it. <laughs> yeah. You did. I think that's when I came on. You're like, <laughs> all right, Brian. It's still going. <laughs> it's yeah. still going. We started a 5 p.m. newscast within two weeks. Awesome. So that was, a, that was quite, a, quite a welcome to the club. Right. Um, somebody new is going to come in eventually. What advice do you have for whoever takes over for you Uh, you're not the smartest person in the room. There are a lot of creative people in the newsroom, and the biggest thing is to foster creativity and let you guys be. You know, I have a joke or a line that I've always said is, you can make my stomach hurt, but don't ever make me throw up. Because once you make me throw up, that's a problem. (laughs) And, you know, the morning show, the morning team on a regular basis, they make my stomach hurt, right? And (laughs) they have like, whoa, (laughs) what did we do? Yeah, thanks. Um, And I, you know, I'll hear about this one or that type of thing. But at the same time, that's part of the creative genius that goes into making who we are and why we're special. And so I'm not funny. I'm not, I mean, I'm creative, but I'm creative in a kind of a very news junkie way. And I know the news, but I leave all the rest of the stuff to the people who really know what they're doing. So if you manage the people and let them do their job, you have magic. And that's what we have here. Totally. So tell us about your early days in news. So when I started in the news business, my first job was, so I mean, I started as a photographer and a live truck operator, right? Like that was- Is that right? First job, yes. Where? In Des Moines. Okay. So I was a full-time student still, and I would drive 30 miles to Ames. So my first internship, I I was like you. I wanted to be- I wanted to be in news. Like the, it was, yeah. I just couldn't get enough of it. I wanted to be Mary Richards. I wanted Mary Tyler Moore show. I wanted to be news. I played newscaster in my basement when I was a little girl. I wanted to be in news. And so, so I went to Iowa State University, and they had internships, interviews, and I signed up. And the, the 
professor, the dean of the School of Journalism, said, you can't apply. And I said, why not? And he said, well, you you haven't been accepted in the journalism school yet. And I said, I know, but I'm here to do journalism. Right. And he's like, yeah, but you're not a junior in standing. You got to do all these prerequisite classes and stuff. And I said, no, I want, I want to apply. And so now looking back, I would kill me if I were the news director. But I went in and I applied for an internship and I got it. And I went to Sioux City, Iowa, and I was an MMJ. And I had never written a story. I had never shot a tape. I had never done anything, but I knew I could do it. Right. And I did. So I took, I had no car. My parents dropped me off with a bike and I got an apartment for three months and I worked in the summer with my bike and I rode in the rain and the sun and the heat and whatever to and from work. And, um, I had my internship there and I was a reporter and when I was done being a reporter, I knew I couldn't be, that Sioux City is a small market, right? So I came back to Des Moines and I went back to school. And so while I was going to school, I was a full-time photographer and live truck operator. And, and that was your first job? It was my first job. And um, That's not easy stuff. I don't know if our listeners can quite <laughs> grasp, but like that, that's not something you just jump into. And MMJs complain now that they have a car and a laptop, and she right, had a right. bike and a bike. piece of paper <laughs> yeah. and tape-to-tape editing. And right. I wanted it. <laughs> yeah. I wanted it. Yeah, you did. Um, so I would work full-time Monday through Friday, go to school, but I really knew I wanted to be a producer. Like That was my dream. I wanted to be a producer because you control everything that way, and it's really great. Yeah. And so... Um, I begged the weekend producer to be my um, trainer. So I work Monday through Friday, and then I would sit next to him on the weekends and watch him how to produce. And so eventually, by the time I graduated college, I was producing weekends at WHO. So you just knew you wanted to be a news, so you just saw the opportunity in being a shooter? Is that why you started with that? Yeah, because I, I, I knew it. I mean, I, well, first of all, I really I'm, don't like being in front of a camera, and yeah. I, I'm, I never wanted to be on TV. I always knew I wanted to be in news, but I didn't, you know, I would, I, growing up, I would watch, seriously, I would watch the new news. And this is kind of a full circle moment. So I used to watch WGN News at noon, and because um, we just had two, five, seven, and nine, right? And right. my mom wouldn't let me watch soap opera, so I had to watch Channel 9 News. <laughs> and so I would watch um, the new news, and I would watch the credits. And I'd always say, I want to be that Forrest Respice, right? Like, that was the guy's name in the credits. And I finally got my break here. I came to WGN, and I'm sitting in the newsroom one day. And I worked weekend overnight, so I never worked Monday through Friday. Right. And I'm sitting in the news in, newsroom one day because they needed me to fill in. And I'm sitting next to this older man. And they're like, hey, Frosty this, Frosty that, Frosty this. And his name was Frosty. Yep. And then someone said, hey, Forrest. And I looked over, and I'm like, you're that was Forrest? Him. It's the guy you yes, wanted to be. it's the guy I wanted to be. And so eventually I got to be Forrest, right? Wow. So, <laughs> and I was a new show producer. But that was like my dream. I was like, I got to be. And then, right. yeah. then I was, then I'm, no, I think I want to be news director. So what are you most proud of about your time at WGN? Um, so I have two different things that I'm proud of. The growth that we've had here. You know, when I started, I came here, we had a noon and a nine and then a Saturday and Sunday morning show. And since that time, we've evolved. But the last few years since I've been either assistant news director or news director, we've just blossomed and we've expanded. And we used to be just, oh, that little independent station that played the Cubs games and, you know, that type of thing. And to, we're a news source now. And we've built a reputation to doing breaking news and knowing what news is in the Chicago market. And we are Chicago's news team. And um, I'm proud of that. And the second thing I'm proud of is our little old website. I was sitting outside the news director's office as a noon show producer, you know, several years ago, and they were talking about 
they had to start a website. And I looked over and I raised my hand and I said, I'm really kind of interested in that. Can I do that on the side? And so um, I was in on the ground floor of making the web what it is today. Was that right? I didn't even know that. Yes. So what did you do to start? I went to the tower, Tribune Tower at the time, and I met with the corporate team about what, um, what they were looking for. And we just started, I mean, I, I spearheaded it here. They gave us the platform, and then we started creating it. And I have to tell you, I did get in trouble halfway through. This was the old management, but um, I started to get creative, and I started building apps with uh, another guy that's in the newsroom or in the creative services department. And I got yelled at, and they're like, stop with the one-offs. But we we were the first to stream um, on the web in the Chicago market, and then I, you know, we kept working on it, and I said to the, the, we only had one web producer at the time, I said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we streamed it on the phone? And they're like, you can't do that. And I had somebody say, who wants to watch TV on their phone? And I was like, well, I think it'd be kind of neat. Let's try it. And, and so I, again, didn't tell corporate, and I just started creating, and um, we were the first station to stream news on the phone, and now look at where we are today. And so that's kind of a neat thing, too. Um, So do you have any advice for us as you leave us, sadly? The advice would be stay hungry for the change, because things evolve and things change in the um, news industry. technology changes, social media changes. And the biggest thing is to be nimble and to be creative. And, you know, there's kind of a saying that's that that's out there that says, be the unicorn. And you need to be the unicorn. You need to be able to do a little bit of everything because as, as technology changes, the needs change and you need to be adaptive and, you know, ready to take on new duties. And, you know, it's kind of like when we started doing digital, everyone's like, oh man, we got to do, what is this thing called the web? Right. But at the same time, now it's our lifeblood, so you have to always just be nimble and ready to change. What else did we wanted her to say? Some you wrote that say something nice about us. I didn't. Was that possible? And that's your question. Will she say that? That is possible. I will say something. You two are great. So I have a lot of pride in who I've hired and who I've fostered through the years. And you two are creative gems that have come through unlikely ways. Brian especially came to me and he's like, "I'll do anything. Please just bring me in." <laughs> And I'm like, all right, come on in. And he is outshined every step of the way. He's done great. And Ross, you came in as a promising producer. And as soon as you came in, we moved you right into the top slap because you were rocking it out. So don't, don't stop. <laughs> You're going. Wow. The two of you are great. <laughs> I just think that, it, and I'll get serious for a minute, but I think that that we have an awesome responsibility to the city of Chicago and the viewers and we take it seriously, even though we goof around in the morning show or we have fun in the afternoon and we'll do breakdancing or whatever kind of crazy antics we'll do or we'll have the camel in the newsroom. Um, we have an awesome responsibility to our viewers, and I think that we take it seriously and that we deliver and we help the community out, and we are truly Chicago's very own. And I think that that's just such a wonderful thing that we have, and it's it's a burden that we have to shoulder as you know, as I'm leaving, I'm looking to you guys to always remember that that we're here for the viewers and we're here to service Chicago's very own and make sure that the city stands straight. So anyway. Well, we love you. We're very sad to see you go. And but we're really happy for you. Yeah, we're very Thank happy you. for you. Yeah. Thank you. Who are you going to miss most? <laughs> Gosh, Brian and Ross. <laughs> <laughs> 
good answer. Was that the answer? Phenomenal answer. That's what we were looking for. Yes, thank you. Actually, I'm going to miss this place. I... It's funny. I when I decided to do this, it's it was it was a Herculean decision and a lot of soul searching to get to this point to say I'm I'm ready to leave news, and I still say Am I really ready? But I'm ready to leave news, and but I underestimated the power of this place, the power of WGN, and the people that are here. So it's not one person. It's it's this building is, and I know people people don't get it. But there's something special here. It's a magical place in its own right. And we we are such a little family. And we've grown to be big. I mean, before we were the little engine that could. Now we're the big big engine that could. We still use duct tape and have, you right, know, right. Have, have creative ways around working things. But um, it's the people because everybody cares, you know, and that's really the bottom line. Well, Jennifer Lyons, we're going to miss you a lot. Thank you so much for sitting down with us. Thank you. I enjoyed sitting down with you too, and I'm proud of what you guys are doing. Thank you very much. And I love the podcast. Keep it up. A few days after Ross and I sat down with her, Jennifer left us, and she did it in style. In her final couple hours as our boss, she hopped into Skycam 9 and took in the sights of the city she loves. Hi, Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi. She's flying off into the sunset. We'll see you later. Aw, I love it. Jennifer, we're lucky to have had you, and we wish you the best in all you're about to do. Hello. Please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to reach. WGN Voicemail. Hi, my name is Gloria, and I just want to let you guys know that I love WGN Channel 9 Morning News. The cast is hilarious. I love watching them. If I'm in a bad mood, I watch them. They always get me in a good mood. So you guys rock. Bye-bye. Hey, good morning. This is Steve Titoni. Uh, uh, this is for Tom Skilling. I do your impression of you. Hey, everybody. Tom Skilling, WGN. We got a nice forecast today for you in Chicago for the Cubs game. And now back to you in the studio market, Micah. Well, that's about what I want to say. We love your program. The Steve Titoni and Cheryl, we love your show. And uh, God bless. Thank you. I think Pat had one of them Walt Disney World moments, and Robin picked up the ball and ran for the touchdown. LOL. Hi, this is Sharon. I watch you kids every single morning to get a good laugh to start my day off right. But I was just thinking, I must be living under a rock or I'm from the dark ages. Could you please explain to me what Tinder is? I honestly never heard of that. And I'm going to be 74 next month. Thank you. I often criticize your shows, but it was finally nice to hear a good show last hour or so. Good job. For a change. See ya. Well, that's it for episode two. Sharon, Tinder is a cell phone application that allows would-be lovers to find one another and engage accordingly. People post photos on there, and you see those photos, and then you swipe right if you want to talk to the person, or swipe left if you'd like to immediately reject them. Big thanks to Anna Burkhart and Jennifer Lyons. (sighs) Brian. 
What are we going to do with that Jen? I don't know, man. Between losing Jen and not getting an invite to your wedding, I'm going to be a mess for a few days. Brian, I've been thinking about it. You're right. Come to my wedding. Be a groomsman. Yes. I can't wait. Wait, when is it? It's a Saturday, man. Come on. Saturday? Oh, Brian. I'm going to the Cubs game. Brian. I'm sorry. First Jen, now you. You've been listening to the world's greatest newspaper television podcast. AKA WGN TVP for short. Yeah, for short. Until next time, tune in to Channel 9. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.